Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, for the most part, it's over. Um, the multi-day severe weather outbreak this week. It started Monday in Texas. Moved to the Central Gulf Coast states, including the city of New Orleans Tuesday. We did have some severe weather Wednesday, but that front moving off the coast here this afternoon and we'll get some drier weather. But we're watching another upper low coming into uh, California late Sunday into Monday. You're listening to your Weather Insider podcast for Thursday, March 24th. Bernie Reno, Melissa Constanza. And uh, Melissa, it's been quite a week. With uh, everything starting on uh, uh, like m- late Monday, Monday afternoon, Monday night across Texas, I saw a lot of those uh, those cells just moving across Texas, and you could see like distinctly like four different ones at any given time, and and they all had tornado warnings, rightfully yeah. so, because I think they all produced tornadoes at some point. Yeah, there were there were two main areas. The first of which, north and west of Dallas where we had, uh, I think it was Jacksboro, uh, had a lot of damage. Then we had additional thunderstorms that then formed later Monday, east of I-35, east of Austin, around the Round uh, Round Rock area. Uh, And uh, we also saw um, quite a bit of damage with that. I believe there was one of those tornadoes was an EF3, tracked across East Texas. And then... We started to warn everybody about the central Gulf Coast states on Tuesday um, with the line of thunderstorms pressing into um, into uh, Mississippi. There was a couple of clusters of tornadoes there as well, north and west of Jackson, central east central Mississippi. And then, Melissa, we had two discrete cells, two of these lone thunderstorms that formed Tuesday evening in the eastern parishes of Louisiana, one north along the north shore of uh, Lake Pontchartrain. I believe that has already been classified as an EF1. And then the second one moved um, um, east of New Orleans toward the lower Ninth Ward and Araby. Um, and that's already been preliminary classified, I believe, uh, preliminary of, of at least an EF3. Okay. Yeah, it it certainly saw some of that damage. And, and as many of us recall, Lower Ninth Ward, that's obviously one of the areas that was hardest hit by Katrina. You yeah. also had impacts from Ida, Laura, so many different storms there. So to see them get the tornado damage, it just shows you how how much that community continues to overcome different challenges. Yeah, yeah I mean, they. I mean, some people were saying they just got over Katrina. Um, with with what happened there. And of course, the big story with the Katrina wasn't necessarily the hurricane itself, but the fact that the levees failed mm-hmm. as the storm moved by pressure on the on the dikes and levees along Lake Pontchartrain, and then the whole area flooded. Um, but uh, I've seen the damage. It's widespread, which is what you would anticipate giving an EF3 
uh, tornado. Yesterday, a couple of other tornadoes, it appears as though, one in Pickens County, that is in the upstate of South Carolina, north of Greensboro, Spartanburg, 12 homes were destroyed there. And there may have been a tornado yesterday afternoon north of Dayton, mostly wind and hail with that in eastern Ohio and western Pennsylvania. And I, I, I must say, I'm glad that it didn't turn out worse than I thought. I thought we were going to see five, six tornadoes in eastern Ohio that appears as though that did not materialize. But finally, that system's now leaving. And while we've had some severe weather early today across uh, North Carolina and southeast of Virginia, of some severe thunderstorm warnings and tornado warnings, everything will begin to quiet down later today. I'm looking forward to that. And behind it, a little bit cool, a little bit not wintry, but reminder that it is March, right? Disappointing is a word that comes to my mind. If you live in the Midwest to the Northeast, March can be a very disappointing month. I find it the toughest month personally. (laughs) You get teased now and then you get days where it's in the sixties and you think here comes spring. And then every year, it seems like in, in this area, you get this string where it's what happened and, you know, that's what's going to happen here over the next couple of days. And, you know, most of next week, I, I don't, you know, certainly at least as we, we head in the Monday, um, it, it, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cold Monday. Um, and, and then it tries to warm up. But as it tries to warm up, you have a storm coming and then it gets colder again. It's just for the next week, if you're looking for a, 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 a long period of warmth, it ain't happening. You know, I can tolerate that. I really can. And I think you and I, Bernie, we live in an area where at this point in the year, that S word, you know, snow, it can be a really disheartening thing, especially when you talk about, I don't mind like a few flakes in the grass, but when you start getting a few inches. So my husband was asking me, he's like, what point do you, I'm like, April, I'm like, April 15th is my I remember there was an April 10th. I think it was like either 2018 or 2019. We got several inches of snow that morning. I was working with you on the morning show and I, I got stuck on my way in just about so stuck that I thought that I wasn't making it. And I think I'm pretty sure the date was April 10th. Um, April and, was it uh, eight, 2018? Yeah. I feel like that's probably the case. Um, it's either 2018 or 2019. And I just thought I'm going to have to call Bernie to, to have him pick me up on the way in. Cause I thought not making it. <laughs> yeah. And that's well, the kind of April days where I don't want to see any, you know, by lunchtime it was gone. But there were delays and different things like that. And I just remember that being truly disheartening. So I want to avoid those days. Yeah. You know what? My date is April 15th. That's when spring begins in the Northeast for the most part. Um, But I mean, I remember, well, I remember my birthday is, is at the end of March. And I remember snowstorms. And as a kid, that was a great birthday. I believe there was a huge one in 1980. What year was it? May have been 84. Mm-hmm. Big nor'easter. So that can happen in March. One other thing we have to talk about. We have an upper low coming. Yeah. It's coming into California Sunday night into Monday. Now, this is good news for California. I can see cities like Los Angeles and San Diego picking up a month's worth of rain. Now, the average monthly rainfall in Los Angeles 
for March is 2.23. The average wow. for San Diego is 1.46. I could see it, it's hard to get rain in California, but if mm-hmm. you get it and we have an upper low coming in, you get a west southwest flow that's going to upslope. You have mountains west and, and I should say east and north of Los Angeles and San Diego. You can get a lot of rain out of this. So they may get a month's worth of rain they desperately needed. I still think it's a little too, it's a little too late. Uh, they'll take what they can get, but when you have an upper low coming in the Southern California or California this time of the year, eventually there's a price to be paid for that down the road. And that's severe weather. Yeah. When it comes out into the plains, yep. it'll be a problem. That would be in the middle part of the week. A uh, little too early to pinpoint it, but central Gulf coast States, uh, East Texas, central Gulf coast States. I mean, that's, it's, it's a, again, a little too early to pinpoint the exact location, but you can't get an upper low coming into California this time of the year and not have severe weather a few days down the road. And I think that threat is there. And we'll certainly talk about that as we get closer. Make well, sure we'll you download, go ahead, side. Melissa. I'm sorry. No, we'll look on the bright side. It's good for California and we'll get to get to the central Gulf Coast next week. Yeah. All right. Make sure you download the AccuWeather app. We'll keep you updated again on the recovery efforts uh, in Texas, Central Gulf Coast states, including New Orleans. Uh, Disappointment. Yep. Lots of chill in the Northeast. Much needed rain in the California. Remember that AccuWeather app is a free download on your mobile device. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.